Welcome to Bulletproof Faith. We're here to equip you so that you can equip your kids with Christian worldview and apologetics. Joel and Jordan in the studio. I got a question for you, man. Sure, man. Have you ever met a famous person? I, you know, um, I have not. It's kind of weird. Uh, I, I have not personally. I saw him to the side, but he was talking to my son. Which Who? is really cool. Is at the Braves game. Chipper Jones. No way. Yeah. Uh, we were sitting. Uh, eating. Larry Jones. Larry Jones. Man. Un- unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you don't know who Chipper Jones is, I don't know, do some Googling. Uh, greatest hitter of all time, a great hitter in history, I'd probably say. Top Got to be up there. Uh, anyways, we were sitting there eating. Here he comes, just walking up, starts talking to Henry. Like no he's way. like it's his buddy. Really? Hey, buddy, how you doing? Shake his hand. Sit there and talk to him for like a good, I mean, several seconds. You know, I'm eating. I'm like, uh, you know, I kind of, I kind of, I, I, I could see him in my peripheral, but I didn't really. And then I kind of looked and I was like, did a double take. I was like, holy smokes. You didn't go over there? That's Chipper Jones. No, I was sitting right, I was right beside, I was, so I was facing, he came up behind me and was talking to him. Like my back was towards him. And of course, Henry didn't have a clue who it was. But that was pretty neat. You didn't go over there and just like. Fanboy. Give him a hug or a kiss or something. Yeah, I mean, thank goodness. Uh, (laughs) No, I, I wouldn't have, but it was, it was neat. It was, it was really cool to see how he interacted with. Uh, a, a boy that yeah. he didn't have a clue who was. And yeah, that was the boy neat. didn't know who he was either. But yeah. it was. It was uh, <laughs> and then afterward, you told him, "Man, I this was is like, actually buddy. a big deal." He was like, "Oh, huh, cool," <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yeah. The kids just like whatever. Yeah, that if you say so. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty neat. Yeah, that was a famous guy. All right. mm-hmm. <laughs> I always feel like I would. Uh, I I don't think I really have either. I, I feel like too. Um, you hear these stories when you about you know famous people like you can't go anywhere and things like I feel like I would be so sensitive to that that I wouldn't even say anything or like you know I, I just I don't know you would like to think you would try to be like just cool like normal but probably wouldn't be. I probably would just chicken out and not not say anything at all no. <laughs> just just yeah. freeze up <gasps> yeah <laughs> I, I, my my wife knows someone who has um, a story. So she was, I'm trying, it's been a long time since I've heard this, but I, I'm trying to, I'm going from memory here, so bear with me. But she met someone in an airport. They start talking or whatever, and um, the guy's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm in a band. And she's like, oh, okay, cool. So they, they talk back and forth a little bit. And then I, I, as he's leaving... Get, he gives her a CD and you know she didn't think much of it or whatever and then uh, I think like gets home and says alright I'm gonna google this guy right just see if see if there's anything out there about him right it's David Crowder <laughs> <laughs> that, that couldn't have been that long ago then right did, no no yeah it, it couldn't have been that long ago relatively speaking <laughs> didn't know who he was that, and, then, and then it was just like oh my goodness you know just like <laughs> Just listening to that guy's music and listening to some interviews, that does not surprise me that he was just, yeah, man, I'm in a band, yeah. yeah. He didn't even say, like, I'm actually pretty famous. Yeah, did, did, just, I mean, that's, that, you know, that's pretty cool. And then she was just, like, kind of ashamed that she didn't know him, you know? But You know, he probably liked that. He probably <laughs> yeah. dug that, you know? Like, he seems like he's probably that kind of cat. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he, he seems like he'd be interesting for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. All right, uh, part two of our discipleship series. Um, last time we kind of talked about uh, what is it, why should we do it, um, all those things. I mean, 
I guess the first thing maybe here is kind of an introduction. I'll just say you're not alone mm. if you feel like you haven't done this the way that you should, yep. right? Yep. Uh, we talked about that last time, but uh, so you're not alone, um, but don't get stuck in that, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. just like everything else in the gospel. There's forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Don't beat yourself up. Move forward. Mm-hmm. What What can we do from here? Even yeah. if it's even if you think like, hey, my kids are older, or like, right. you know, it's. Uh, f- for sure, ideally, you should be doing this when they're tiny mm-hmm. uh, all the way through. But hey, it's never too late to start. So get started. Don't get stuck. Um, you know, we talked about the last time we spent a lot of time talking about why, the why do it. We said if you don't disciple them, someone else is going yeah, to, some, you right. know, something that you don't want, right. probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but another reason, though, is this forces your own spiritual growth too mm, it does okay it's, mm, it's just like time. teaching if, mm-hmm. if you're going to be a teacher of something mm-hmm. it forces you to learn it that's right right so right. um and then of course you know i don't know if it's the most important reason but maybe uh, is that we have a, a biblical mandate to be doing this yeah. and to pass on our the our faith to the children and yeah. and to make disciples so that's right. um we're called to do this mm-hmm and here's just a thought, because I know that the the world around us can make us really busy, and it's easy to forget, but here's just a thought. One day, you will sit before the throne right. of God Almighty. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine having to admit that you prioritize baseball oh, over right. discipling your child? Yeah, no kidding. And uh, as someone who loves baseball and my kid plays, yeah, that's, that's tough. tough to yeah, hear. Or, or anything else, yeah, that would be on on top of the list besides God. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I mean, I threw that in there as a filler, right? You know, completely agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, can can you imagine when you have to give an account for the actions that you took on this that's earth? Right. That's right. That um, you know, I, I I thought it was up to my kids' church mm-hmm. to disciple them. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I had to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so let the weight of that maybe should be heavy. spur you into doing it. Should be a heavy weight. Um, and that applies for me and you sitting mm. at this table too. Yes, sir. So first thing, what if you have failed thus far? If you haven't been doing it um, or, or if you've kind of been half-heartedly doing it, you know, what if you failed thus far? First, I'd say admit that to your family. Admit that to your, your kids and ask them for their forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Tell them that things are going to change. Mm-hmm. You know, say this is the most important thing in our lives. We haven't been living like it, but now we're going to. Yeah. Okay. Um, sit down with them, have a talk about what sort of things are going to change, what's going to happen now, and then pray and ask God for His forgiveness. Yeah. And for His help in doing this. Mm-hmm. It's a, a task that you're about to take on. Uh, it's not going to be easy. It's not meant to be easy, um, but we're called to do it. Before we move on, do you have you have any thoughts on that topic? No. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think that that's a it's a big thing. It's it's ownership. So if you're going to lead your family, uh, you, you need to have a sense of ownership about it. Yeah. Right? Uh, and and I think we touched on this last episode, but that, that your kids and your wife need to sense that and see that. That hey, I you know again I'm not perfect. Yeah. Um, or your spouse. I mean, we're not just talking to men. Here yeah, yeah. Time. I mean, it's it's yeah. anyone. If you're leading your kids, you're discipling your kids. They they need to see that and see that, you know, just because 
but mom or your daddy is a, a Christian. Mom or your daddy uh, has faith in the risen Savior Jesus. It doesn't mean I'm perfect. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it means that I'm, I'm striving to be more and more like Jesus, and this is what it's going to look like moving forward. Yeah. Right? It, but it, it is so important to be doing this as a family. And like I said just a minute ago, it's, it's um, you know, I think it's, you know, of course it's primarily the the husband's job as, mm-hmm. as the head of the household sure. to be doing yeah. this, the yeah. father. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if, if you're a mother out there and you, you don't have a spouse that's doing that, or maybe you're a single mom or whatever, like, you know, you got to be doing this too. Hey, Amen. That's right. So, um, that's right. And that, that's, man, that's a tough one. Yeah. That's a tough one if, 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 you, if you have a spouse that... Uh, just either refuses to do it or maybe is not enlightened by the Holy Spirit or, or redeemed or saved or, uh, or maybe they are and they just don't, don't show an interest, which that's another topic. Um, man, that's tough. That's a tough spot to be in. But to your point, it's on you. Yeah, and it's it's not uh, and it's not grounds for giving up on it, right? No, exactly. So, You're exactly right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I saw this this quote, um, and this, this is another thing, like, might be harsh to hear, but the quote is, you cannot be a Christian family if you aren't discipling. Mm. That's a tough quote Amen. to hear. Amen. So it's not, it's not just showing up. Oh man, get me fired. Get me riled up on this one. It ain't just showing up on a Sunday morning or Wednesday night or Sunday night. And that's the only time you open up your Bible. Nope. It's not, it's not showing up in the parking lot. All right, kids, we're going to put on our Christian faces to go in and be Christiany. It's 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 living that lifestyle. Yeah. It's it's making it the priority, and it's living accordingly. If it's not, if it's important to you, you're gonna live by it, right? Um, anyway, she kind of got me off on a no a rant there, but it's uh, it's true. And and it needs to be intentional and consistent. Amen. Right. It's got to be so genuine. Amen. It, it's it's like Paul said. Uh, it's life's race, right? It, it's not about here and now. It's it's the duration of the race. Yeah. What does the longevity of my life look like? And it, it is, is a marathon. It, it is a marathon. <laughs> and it's a long, grueling marathon. It's hills. It's nasty, right? Get, get me started on my marathon respond? story. Oh, dude, I don't even. I, you know, I thought about doing that one day, but nah, it's not going to I thought I was going to have you to cut it. my leg off. But you did it. You completed it. Sir. I did. I finished it crawling, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure people were laughing at me limping over the finish line. But... <laughs> Um, but in discipleship, so here's here's the main principle that we're going to talk about in this episode is that it starts with you. That's right. We talked about it on the last episode, right. but mm-hmm. to make disciples, you must first be a disciple. Mm-hmm. Your kids need to see it. Yeah. So just just like the example that we, we talked about in the last episode, if you tell them to do something, but you're not doing it themselves, what good is that going to do? They're not going to believe you. means nothing. Um, the chances of them doing it are not very good. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you're not willing to do this yourself. So kids know if you're a pretender, if, if, you know, if you're just telling them something and you don't actually think it you know, holds much merit or yeah. whatever. So it's got to be genuine. And for it to be genuine, it's got to be in you first. Like yeah. you need to develop this practice That's right. in yourself. That's right. So it needs to be a habit, a lifestyle, a constant, ongoing thing. It should, the, the way that this works, it should bleed into every single aspect of your life. Like, Amen. So you're making decisions as a family. Yep. 
you know, what would Christ do? That should that should come up. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does my responsibility as a Christian husband and father and yep. community member and right. uh, parent all these things? What does what does Scripture say about this? All of these things should be factored into every single decision that is made every right. day. Yeah, think about that for a second. Every decision I make should 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 hold up to the standard. Yeah. Right? Every Everything, my whole being should permeate with my faith in Jesus. And if I, again, if I screw up and do something incorrectly or treat someone or say something incorrectly or not that doesn't glorify Jesus, then I need to own up to it. And, and your kids need to see that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Another another big thing we we've touched on this a little bit, but it is not the church's job mm. to disciple your kid. Mm. Okay, now they'll do some things, sure, and they should. Um, but you can't just send your kids to church and then put it on autopilot. That's right. You yeah. can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and hey, by the way, some churches don't even really do a very good job of equipping kids anyway. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's um, go in there and sing a couple songs, and then uh, the answer to every question is Jesus, and then you get a piece of candy and go home. That's not discipleship. That's, it's not. So it's not. Uh, and and now don't hear me wrong. Yeah, I'm not saying stop taking your kids. You should take your kids. Yeah, I, yes, but church is important. Okay, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Yes, yeah. But uh, they need real discipleship coming from the spiritual father and Amen. you know that that's what they need so Amen. you cannot depend on the church to do it it's not about the church program it's not it's, it's it, programs are nice they're cool uh kids kids can be excited about these programs but program ain't the end all be all awana's is great awana is is great it but is great. uh you it's it's you still got to do it. Your chances are going way down if you just say I'm going to depend on Awanas yes. to to disciple my kids. Correct. So, uh, and on a related note, it's not the school's job. Mm-mm. It is not no. the school's job. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it in many school in the school systems these days, uh, you it's, don't want it to be their job. It's it's their job to disciple them into uh, public atheism. Ding 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 ding. But. Even if you you can't say, well, I send my kid to a Christian school, so I'm good. Ooh, that doesn't that's a work. Good, one. good point. That does not work. Good point. Um, so it's it's your job as a head of the household, um, as a Christian parent, whatever your situation is, it is your job, not the school, not the church, um, not your uncle who's a pastor. It's it's nobody else's job but yours. If you're going to take note on one thing on this episode, that is the one thing I would highlight, highlight, circle, check, asterisk, whatever. It's your job. Yeah. I like that's That's a good one to And to And own it. Own it. Ownership. Ownership. So keep, just if, if anything, like Jordan said, we want to stress the importance of you've got to do this. Mm-hmm. You've got to do it. Um, I, honestly, I feel like the last like several generations this is what we've been struggling with and it's it's like okay you you go to school for eight hours a day um and get indoctrinated into secular things right and then um go to church for like three hours a week Mm -hmm. that doesn't add up i mean that math is real bad yeah 
Um, I'm not a math guy. That's not in our favor. So, so, <laughs> and and I think that's kind of the trap that we've fallen into as yeah. an American society is we've just said like, okay, here's here's my plan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll we'll take the kids to church, but like not doing anything else, not really teaching them the depth of scripture, not really doing these things, not worshiping as a family. Yeah. Um, so, the results are not good. No. Right. Um, so remember that it falls squarely on your shoulders and it's so important. Christian disciplines, kind of switching gears a little bit here, but talking about the specific disciplines that yes. we've got to be consistent in. Yes. Um, we'll, we'll talk about what these are. We'll give these a list, but just a couple of ideas here. Um, really in anything we can say, okay, what was Jesus's model of this? Amen. And so, like, for example, um, Jesus would, early in the morning, he would make time to get away from everybody else, go, you know, to the place where people couldn't even find him, really, and make time to pray by himself. He would go off into a secret place, Mm -hmm. make time to pray. Mm -hmm. Um, So what does that tell us about what we we, need to be doing that to what we should be doing? Yeah, correct. Um, I've heard several stories of kids that they remember waking, you know, these are adults now, but they remember as kids waking up in the morning to see their parents either in prayer or like studying the Bible, you know, and they would just walk in on that yeah. and see it and how much of an impact that made on them growing up. Um, because the kids, if, if they see something like that, they know you're serious about it. Yeah. It, this is not just something that we say but don't actually do. That's right. It's not a, a tradition or something that we do like when it's just convenient. That's right. Like this is actually the truth, and it's truly because of that it's a priority yeah. in my life. Yeah. So, you know, prayer, Bible reading, church worship, all these these things, Christian disciplines, these need to be an unflinching mm-hmm. lifestyle habit mm-hmm. that does not change. And it takes priority over everything else. That's right. Um, because, like we said in the last episode, the idea that Jesus is number one, Amen. it has to permeate every aspect of life. Amen. That's discipleship. I, I agree. And, and so when you look at this, I guess a good way to for, for me to look at it, it is all of these disciplines center around one truth, right? And then they all kind of branch off the one truth. Which our faith is drastically different than any other religion schism in the whole in the entire world is that we can have a relationship with the one one living true God. Yeah. Right. And it, it really, no other no other religion has that. It's God's untouchable. Right. Our religion is vastly different. Our faith is vastly different. And so remember that. So is that we are unconditionally loved by the Creator of the universe. Amen. So we're unconditionally loved by Him and these disciplines. Once we come to that reality and that sense in ourselves, everything else kind of branches from that. Amen. Does that make sense? Yeah. So when we look at this, when you look at knowing that you are loved by God unconditionally, not not without condition, right? It's not dependent on something else. Unconditionally loved by God the Father. I look at one of uh, Paul's writings in Ephesians chapter 3. Just real quick, if you don't mind me reading this. Ephesians chapter 3. I'm, I'm, I'm never going to say that we that, can't read amen. Scripture. On our show. Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14, and I'm going to go down to uh, verse 19, okay? Um, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, 
from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. So you are loved unconditionally by God. And so that's that's where it begins. That's So that's one of my favorite passages of Scripture. Um, and it, if, if you are not yeah. praying this for your kids, Amen. you need to start. Hot. For this reason, I bow before the Father. Yes. So that you you know, would be rooted uh, so that he would dwell in your hearts through mm-hmm. faith, uh, be rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints the breadth and the depth Amen. and the length and the height. And the, I mean, so you be praying this for yes. your kids and pray this scripture over this them. This is where it starts. This is the beginning point in the, I know we're talking about it begins with us today. Like that, that's where it begins. This yeah. is the beginning point is realizing and understanding that everything that I have permeates by is, is from God and I'm loved unconditionally which thereby enables me to uh, have to have time in solitude have time by myself uh, in mediation and in prayer and in Bible study what this Bible study means how to apply it to my life how to show it to my kids all of those habits begin here yeah so when I was when you were going through the list there of uh, disciplines in the model of Jesus that's what Jesus did Right. Man, that's that's good. I'm I'm so glad you brought up uh, Ephesians three fourteen through nineteen. That's good. Um, so, so, what are some of the Christian disciplines? So, I'll give I'll expand more on the list here, yeah. um, and then we'll go into more detail throughout the series, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. just kind of an overview here of the things like we ought to be doing: daily prayer, mm-hmm. daily Bible reading, mm-hmm. worship. Fellowship with other believers. Big, so big deal. Church or yeah. outside the church, like yeah. both. Mm-hmm. Um, Bible study. So you I, notice the difference there. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was about to point out. Go is that yeah? yeah. What well, you go ahead. Yeah, you there, go there's ahead. a. There, I mean, to me, you've listed them separately. Yeah. Bible reading and study. Anyways, go yeah. ahead and elaborate. Dif- different thing, mm-hmm. um, in my opinion. I mean, oh. s- study is is deep and knowing. You know what the but. Daily Bible reading you can take as um, more of a um, I, I don't want to say surface level thing, but you, do you know what I'm getting at? More of like a, a devotion Correct. type of Correct. deal. Yes. Um, but th- but honestly, you need to be doing them both. Generosity um, or tithing, however you want to think about it. Yeah. Fasting mm. and prayer. Mm. Uh, just from the looks of things, uh, looks like we're neglecting this one. <laughs> <laughs> just, just gonna say. Yeah, man, um, those holidays were rough. <laughs> <laughs> need to go on a detox. Yeah. But fasting, and 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 just to be clear, uh, health is not the reason that you fast. Yeah. So yeah, just, right, sure did. Yeah. Um, but fasting and prayer. That and in all seriousness, I really do think that one gets omitted a lot in in many Christians' lifestyles, mm-hmm. uh, me included. Yeah. Um, evangelism, service. So all of these things are Christian disciplines. And, you know, like I said, we'll talk more through detail about each one throughout the series. And 
we'll give examples maybe of how we do it, like with our family and things like that. But we got to be practicing them, mm-hmm. you know, and um, it, it's things that the idea of practice, right, is we're not probably going to perfect it mm-hmm. and not on this side of heaven, but right. um, we practice them. And the example that I, you know, I, I think you may have even mentioned this, but Paul talks about, um, and I think this is in First Corinthians, he talks about athletes train yeah. all the time, right. and they're they're practicing to get better, bigger, stronger, mm-hmm. you know, um, more endurance. Mm-hmm. Athletes do this. What's well, the same here? Um, we make these a habit and a practice, these disciplines. And so you keep getting better at them. You mm-hmm. keep getting better and better, mm-hmm. and you're growing in the faith. Yeah. So those are the disciplines, um, prayer, Bible reading, worship, fellowship, Bible study, generosity, fasting and prayer, evangelism, service, all these things. So starting next episode, we're going to start going into specifics and that's how we'll kind of break the show up into episodes for the rest of the series going forward. So um, not necessarily just an episode on each discipline, um, but still we'll be keeping these in mind. Yeah. That makes sense? Yep. Um, anything, anything else you got before we close this one? No, man. I, I think that this is, uh, I think we're going in the right, uh, down the right path here. And, and I think you alluded to it the first episode, but uh, take it serious. Uh, you know, it's uh, this is this is our lives, um, and it's quick. So we'll end here for this episode. Um, but the idea, it starts with you. You've you've got to look yourself in the mirror and reconcile. I am responsible for the discipleship of my children, and. With, with God's grace and with God's help, I'm going to do it. So that is the main point. Um, make, I, I won't even say a New Year's resolution, but make it your resolution that you are going to do this. Disciple your kids. And so we'll end here, but the next episodes, we will go into practical and specific things that we are doing and um, give you ideas. So stay tuned. Share this with someone that you know. And we'll talk to you next time on Bulletproof Faith. Love you guys. See ya.